0: Why? Because today has the potential to positively impact your life. And I really mean that. We're in a series, The Ruthless Elimination of Hurry. And wherever you're at in your faith journey, just checking Jesus out, Christianity out, the church out. Maybe you've recently stepped over the line of faith and trusted Christ with your life. It could be that you're discovering the disciplines of the Christian faith, or maybe you've been a follower of Jesus for quite some time. It would be impossible to think, I just don't think this particular series applies to me. We've really had an incredible anticipation looking forward to this series. And this past week, since the first week, it's been overwhelming the response of how this has hit a personal nerve. Now, if you weren't here with us, last week we explored and opened up, unpacked the why behind this series. And you can catch up. You can go to Grumlaw.com messages or go to any podcast where you connect with us. Last week, we unpacked this idea of hurriness and busyness, and there's this perpetual feeling like we never have enough hours in a day. In fact, a common response, if you ask this question, how are you doing, like the number one answer is, I'm busy. I'm right now slammed at work. The kids' activities are incredible. The to-do list is going. It's just growing But, you know, then we qualify it with life is good. It's just so busy. In our Western culture, we just put our foot to the pedal. It's 90 miles per hour, never stop. And as we saw last week when we began to unpack this, it's toxic. It's tearing individuals and families apart. Now, even if you don't subscribe or find an answer in Christianity in following Jesus. There's truth in what was presented, what will be presented today and in the future. But if you're a follower of Jesus, and we take the time to comprehend this, this is destroying our spiritual lives. Corey Tinboom, one who survived the Holocaust said, if the devil cannot make us bad, he will definitely make us busy. Sin and busyness are synonymous. Sin and busyness have the same effect a disconnect, where we become disconnected with God, those that we love the most, those that we desire to have relationships with, but at the very core, our own soul. It's interesting that Jesus shared with those who were desiring to follow him in Mark 8:36 through 37, and what do you benefit if you gain the whole world but you lose your own soul? Is anything worth more than your soul? Last week and this week, the answer to that would be a resounding no. At the very center of who we are, the heart of what we can become, sometimes we make sacrifices that are not healthy. But Jesus gives us an opportunity to reorient, to see that there can be purpose and meaning, and that that is not just something for eternity if we know Christ spending time in heaven, but it's for the here and now also. And by the way, As a result of the conversations this week, it didn't take much convincing at all for people to admit the hurried, busy life is making us unravel. Subliminally, we sense that hurry and busyness is a thief. It's robbing valuable time. And we sense that something's broken, but we just don't know how to break the cycle. In spiritual terms, how to reclaim your soul, my soul. And so this series, what we're going to do is we're going to lean into the promises and presence and provision of Jesus. Let's look at Matthew. Then Jesus said, come to me, all you who are weary and carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Just reading that, there's a peace that comes about. You know, we can choose to live our frazzled, out-of-sorts life, or we can choose to tap into what Jesus is saying and experience peace, contentment, and rest. And by the way, this is not a pipe dream. This is not a fairy tale. This is not for the spiritual elite. This is not for something way off in the future. It's for the here and now because it's the way of Jesus. It can start today, the solution, a solution from the hurry, the busyness, and what that creates, which is meaninglessness. Now, it's just human nature. I know that There's some who are pushing back, or, you know, it sounds too good to be true, or this really doesn't pertain to me. There may be some hesitation. But I want to ask you this. What do you have to lose? Because when we really think about it, we can say, maybe life isn't going as great as I would hope it to go. What if the way of Jesus really is better? Remember at the beginning when I said that there can be an impact today, really? What if this go, 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 go mentality, this multiple sports with multiple kids saying yes to everything, and here's a good one, prioritizing our life on what other people think rather than what does God think? Jesus has a better way. Give him a shot and so with that I'd just like to pray right now for you for me for us that we will be open to what God wants to say to us today and quiet our spirit Lord Jesus Holy Father Holy Spirit we're open to your presence we're open to your promptings we're open to you today speak. In Jesus' name, amen. In this psychotic, kind of busy, kind of scheme that we're in today, we often say there just aren't enough hours in the day. Really? Is that actually the problem? More time? Maybe it should be, let's pare it down and make it simpler, and just say, slow down and simplify. I have the privilege of being in several guys' groups, men's groups, where guys are literally evaluating their life, thinking about things that they haven't thought about before, bringing Jesus into the picture, real life with real guys, with a real God, looking at real issues in life. And as a result of that kind of transparency, guys are becoming calmer. They're saying that they're responding different with their family in their work situations. Ephesians 5 gives us an incredible verse where it says, So be careful how you live. Don't live like fools, but like those who are wise. Translated, be intentional. Let wisdom be at the top of what motivates us. Be deliberate, wise versus foolish. Now, if we take the time to take a breath, think some issues through and have a Jesus moment, we would really realize that we're rather limited in what we can do and what we can accomplish. And yet, we have been designed by God in the image of God, where God put a part of himself in us. And that's what separates us from all other created beings and different things that we see in our world today. And when we understand that, we see that we have incredible potential because of God, but in light of time, we have limited time. So given that limited time, we need to be intentional and be careful how we live, you live. We have time, it's how we use it. Here's a staggering statistic, I don't know how people figure this out, but do you realize that by the age that most males are 21 years of age, they will have spent 10,000 hours playing video games. That is staggering. Now, for those of you who say, I don't play video games, they say that by the time a person is an adult, they will have spent seven years staring at a phone. That doesn't mean on the phone. That doesn't mean texting on the phone. That just means staring at a phone and that is rising. Now you say, well, I'm the exception. No, when you leave this time that we have here together right now, pull out your phone and go to the settings and look at the amount of time that you spend on your phone. It's not about time, it's redeeming the time. John Piper, incredible author has this quote One of the great uses of Twitter and Facebook will be to prove at the last day that prayerlessness was not from lack of time. Ooh, ouch, That would be one to take a screenshot of right now. We're spiraling into spiritual oblivion. That passage of scripture that we looked at Ephesians 5.15 continues in Ephesians 5.16, and it says this, make the most of every opportunity in these evil days. Isn't it interesting? Another proof that the Bible is so relevant today, that this was in fact written over 2,000 years ago, and it's still applicable today because our days are Evil. There is not a single day that I do not read something, see something that tears at my heart because of culture pulling away from a biblical foundation. There's daily deterioration. And so I say to myself, Terry, don't you dare leave this to chance. Make the most of every opportunity. From the Greek, I've already referenced it. It means redeeming the time. Make the most of every chance, every hour, every moment, every day. Every day is a gift. I say to people often, today's a gift. Embrace it and then share it with somebody else. When we think that our time is not unlimited here on this earth, well, I... I think of parents who are getting an app called Parent Q, And ParentQ will indicate to you how much time you have left with your child living in your home. And my own son, who's the lead pastor of this church, identified just the other day and it, it hit his heart. And I can understand because I've been there that a third of Logan's life, her his oldest child has already gone by in him and Andrea's home. I think of a guy a couple years ago who he loved to fish. He spent a lot of time fishing, but it became a little obsessive because it was taking time away from what was really important to him. Relationship with his wife, relationship with his children, meaningful conversations with people. And For a period of time, he literally stopped fishing and he's eased back into that, but he was humble enough to realize that what he was prioritizing was not the right priority. How are you using redeeming your time? Ephesians goes on and continues this. Don't act thoughtlessly, but understand what the Lord wants you to do. Do Be wise, make the most, and notice here what the Lord wants us to do. So many times, what the Lord wants us to do is an addendum to the schedule that we've already put together. Now, I want to have a clear-the-air moment right here. God, Paul, the writer of these words, inspired by God, and myself, right now communicating to you, it's, it's not any of our intent to pour guilt and shame on you but to literally nudge you towards freedom meaning meaning versus existing last week we talked about how people are just skimming through life and they're leaving life to chance so a question would be how do i figure out god's will for my life How can I be wise? How can I make the most? How can I have a life of purpose? There's several ways right now that any of you who are listening to this could respond and you just go, the heck with it. I'm done with this. I'm going on with my life right now. Uh, It's too much to comprehend. Others may frantically go like this and say, oh, I gotta make up for last time and only add to uh, the composition of chaos that we're talking about right now and try to catch up. Or we could do this, we could celebrate. We could celebrate, we could pause, we could celebrate and realize that God has a plan and a purpose for you god has a plan and a purpose for me uh, to come to grips that i am made in the image of god and being made in the image of god and because of my own choices i'm separated from god but if i've been born again god will fill my emptiness so i don't just have to exist but actually i can excel or let me say it another way we can celebrate new life versus being conformed by culture. Let's go back to Ephesians 5.17 again, where it says, don't act thoughtlessly, but understand what the Lord wants you to do. Redeeming, taking back, and, the, and making the most of our time. By the way, making the most of our time and God's will go hand in hand. Why, because we reprioritize, we begin to look at life differently, like I mentioned with the guys that I'm meeting with. And we go from just living a good life to a great life and not being foolish, but being wise. Let me put it in this context. If you're purchasing a pre-owned car, when you go to, purchase something that somebody else has been using, you want to see if it's going to be reliable. And it may have, if you're purchasing a car, it it may be that the muffler's a little noisy and you know you can get that fixed. Uh, The knob for the windshield wipers is broken off, you could get a new one. Uh, There may be some other intracosyncrasies, but those are all fixable but the owner who's selling it to you was honest enough to say, hey, uh, this thing's taken about a quart of oil a week and you knew that because you got underneath it and you looked and you saw some drippage. Now a lot of times we don't pay attention to those types of scenarios in our own life because we just don't prioritize what really is important. In fact, when we get into certain jams in life, what we do is, is we go to God, we tell Him what we need, and then we have the big confession and we go, God, I want to live for you, I need you right now, I'll go wherever you want me to go, uh, I'll take your leading, but, and I'm not saying this to be harsh or try to be in anybody's face right now, but I can imagine God saying this to both you and to me, no you won't. Your stewardship of time is foolish, it's hurried. And Jesus is saying it's filled with a lot more of you and not me. But Luke 16.10 gives us some guidance where it says, if you are faithful in the little things, you will be faithful in the large ones. But if you are dishonest in the little things, you won't be honest with greater responsibility. So let's pause for a second. Not Terry Prisk speaking, but God speaking, the Holy Spirit speaking to you. Let me ask some questions. What right now is the Holy Spirit saying to you? Not your wife, not your son, not your best friend, but what is the Holy Spirit saying to you? Is He revealing any foolishness? Is He exposing what has been really wise? When we talk about our time, is it our time or God's time? Before you say yes to something, do you, did you confer with God? And in our time management, are we settling for what is fair, good, better, or the best? Another question, how do we slow down and simplify? How do we live intentionally? Well, let's look at the first gospel, Matthew. Are you tired? Are you worn out? Are you burned out on religion? Jesus says, come to me, get away with me, and you will recover your life. I'll show you how to take real rest. Walk with me and work with me. Watch how I do it. Learn the unforced rhythms of grace. I won't lay anything heavy or ill-fitting on you. Keep company with me and you will learn to live freely and lightly. Whether we have been a follower for years, we're checking Christianity out, or we're a hokey-pokey Christian, this absolutely applies to all of us, me included. What creates the busyness? What creates the hurry? What creates the, I'm in motion, but I feel empty? Lack of soul time. Lack of that daily encounter with Jesus. I've called it for years, time with Jesus. What creates that lack of meaning? Lack of soul time because we don't take the time to pause, to quiet ourselves, to allow the Holy Spirit to speak because God speaks so many times in whispers. Lack of soul time because we don't spend time with people who have godly wisdom, we spend time with people who tell us what we want to hear. We focus on the non-essentials versus the oil, the Holy Spirit, just like the analogy with the car. If you and I want to experience the life of Jesus, you and I have to adopt the lifestyle of Jesus. John Mark Comer is the one who wrote the book that we're taking a lot of our material from and he points out that Jesus lived an unhurried, intentional life. And per the scripture that we just read, when he began to get out of rhythm, he went to the Father. He didn't go down to the city gate and talk to other people. He didn't spend more time with the disciples. He went and spent time with his father. So using the car analogy, there could be a spiritual alignment. Jesus says, come to me, all you who are weary, and not I might, but I will give you rest. And so in the next few weeks, We're going to continue to unpack what it looks like to follow Jesus in 21st century America. So let me be very transparent and honest in sharing a story that even in prep and telling you this, it still haunts me to this day. One um, One of the great joys in my life is going to Leland, Michigan with my family over July 4th. I love it. I love being on Lake Leelanau. I love being on Lake Michigan. I love the picnics. I love the sand. I love the laughter. I love it all. We had returned home from one of those trips, and I was talking up already the trip for the following year, and this is really hard to share. One of my daughter-in-laws, as I'm hyping up next year's trip, which i looked forward to all year she said to me are you going to be with us this year i said what are you talking about of course i'm going to be with you she said no are you going to be with us or are you going to be present and i want to tell you i don't know of many things that have hit me or impacted me like this because it used to be that here at the church our end of the year was the last week in June, and I was just pushing, and I'd get up early in the morning to work. During the day, sneak away, make a phone call, thinking that no one had noticed. And I looked right at her, and I said, I'll be present, and that will never happen again. And it hasn't. How would Jesus live if he were me? And to start any healing, if you're hearing this and you do not know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, today can be your day of salvation where you can be born again and not feel the emptiness that you've been feeling in the past because you've been spiritually detached and you can just say, Dear Jesus, I believe in you, I trust you, I need you, forgive me of my sin. I wanna have an eternal relationship with you. Fill me with your love, fill me with your truth, fill me with your hope. I respond in faith to you today, Jesus. And maybe you've been doing this jesus christianity thing for six weeks six months six years or beyond but would you just be honest right now and what is the one issue the one item that god the holy spirit is prompting you to change now to be filled to be connected with Him and others. Holy Spirit, Holy God, Lord Jesus, may we live in obedience and respond to whatever you're speaking to us about. We pray it in Jesus' name. Amen.